0: You're listening to Be You, Jackie Moore. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about goodness. Again, I know I'm stretching this out and I know that it might be a bit of just that, a stretch, but I I just don't feel like I'm over it and maybe i'll never get over the goodness of god and and the fact that we can have goodness because of him but um i just i can't i can't get over it i've i've just been thinking about it so much recently and so today i know the past couple of of episodes i've talked about kind of how we can learn from jesus in his goodness and and that's a fruit of the spirit that we can be like him but today what I really want to specifically focus on is almost take a break for a second on focusing on us and how we can exemplify the goodness, how we can produce the fruit of goodness through the power of the Holy Spirit um, and focus on really just the goodness of God and, and what that means for us. And um, I apologize if I repeat some things from the last episode, but I just I really can't get over. The goodness of God. Every time I feel like, okay, it's time to time to move on to the next one. God's like, but remember this about me and how much you love that. Why don't you talk about that? And so that's where I'm at. Um, I was on Twitter the other day, which I'm honestly during school not on social media a lot. So I think it is truly the Lord that I was even on at the right time that this tweet showed up. Um, but Beth Moore tweeted a couple days ago. She quoted, I believe it's in First John, she didn't put the reference, but she quoted the Bible and said, God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. I think that that's in First John, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but then after that, she kind of just expounds on that and kind of gives her own thoughts on that. She says, God has no dark side. He will never woo us to abuse us. And she goes on to talk a little bit more. Um, all his secrets are holy. Children are safe in his hands. His only scandal is grace, rich enough to make saints of heinous. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Heinous. Heinous. I'm ready to try to help me out. It's not working. Uh, let me read that sentence again. His only scandal is grace, rich enough to make saints of terrible sinners. We'll just change, modify the word. Um, but. What I thought the the sentence that made me just stop and just again dwell on the goodness of God was he will never woo us to abuse us, and so woo is kind of a an old school term. I feel like we don't really talk about being wooed by people anymore um none of my my dancers or my high schoolers ever talk about boys wooing them really anymore, but that is what that just means is that he will never draw us in to himself. He will never bring us close to abuse us. And the reality, unfortunately, is because we live in a fallen world, I know that everyone I know knows someone that has been abused. Not everyone I know has been abused. I, um, by the grace of God, have not personally been um, a, a victim of sexual abuse or, or physical abuse or, or verbal abuse, but uh, I know a lot of people that have, and I know a lot of people listening have. And so I think that something that the Lord, every once in a while, just gives me the ability, not to fully understand, but gives me like a little glimpse, I feel like, of what it might feel like. Again, not saying I, I fully understand being in someone's shoes that has been abused, but but every once in a while I'll just get this overwhelming feeling of just what is it like to be abused, to feel like you can't trust someone because I've never been abused and I have trust issues. Like I was telling my students the other day, I trust no one ever. And they're like, Are you serious? And I said, Yeah, I trust my husband like ninety eight 97, 99%, but I really, I have legitimate trust issues because I know that at our core, we're not good, right? Only God is good. Um, But because the people that we're interacting with, if we're not conscious about setting our mind on the Lord and on Jesus, then everyone that we're thinking about, everyone we're interacting with is as not good as us um, or is not holy good. And so what that means is that it can be hard for us sometimes to believe that God really is truly good. I know some people um, don't have great relationships with their father or a father figure, or maybe it's just not, um, maybe the father figure that kind of stepped in and they had high hopes for that person. It it didn't live up to their expectations. And, and the way that That we view authority, the way that we view our fathers specifically, we can really impose that on the Lord. And so, if we view our fathers as not good, as some part of them, when we become aware of the fact that they are not good, because that's the truth, like it's not to be mean to anyone's father, not to be mean to my own father, but no one is good. The Bible says that. And so, when we impose that view, on the lord it can be really hard to process that he is fully good but in his goodness he gave us jesus so this i mean just saying that sometimes i can hear that and pass by it and just keep moving on and do that just pass by it but when i really stop and think about that in his goodness he gave us jesus right he didn't have to do that so how this whole thing is set up is that we sinned right like we are the ones that are evil god is not good in him there is only light there is no darkness and so for us to be with god there had to be some kind of propitiation. There had to be some kind of, of resolution or reconciliation that would get us to God. And so what he did is he, in his goodness, gave us his son, Jesus. And I talked about this on one of the other podcasts, but may we never, ever, ever, ever forget that. May we never lose the wonder Of our salvation like we should I don't want to put a number on it because I don't want people to start checking off or I don't want to be labeled as a legalist but I'll just say we should often be floored if we are believers by the fact that God gave us Jesus and provided a way for us and I'm hoping honestly I was going to say I'm fully aware but really just my hope is that that I have people listening to this that are not believers and that a lot of the language and vocabulary I use on here is foreign to you and you don't really understand what I mean by this and I would say to just seek God. He is good. If you call out to him, he will answer you and he will let you know what he has done for you because we if we really stop like social media our phones everything in that realm, we're so good at distracting ourselves. Christians, non-Christians alike, we're so good at distracting ourselves. But I think when we stop and just sit for a little bit and let ourselves fully realize the fact that we're not good and we are missing something and we can't do it ourselves, we realize that we need something. And as believers, as Christians, we know what that something is. And those moments of quietness and stillness, um, the Holy Spirit redirects us and refocuses our eyes and our gaze upon Jesus. But those people who are not Christians, um, I I would say to you that in those moments where you feel like you're just missing something, and you just need something. I would say that what you need is Jesus, and I would say that that is God wooing you. That is God drawing you into Him. And so, if you would, if you would consider giving yourself over to that and trusting that God does not draw us in to abuse us, God does not draw us in to hurt us or to take advantage of us, even if you have a relationship that that has occurred. In the past, or is currently occurring, someone that's very manipulative and and says the things that you want to hear just to hurt you again. That is not the Lord. That is not the good God that I know. At our worst, God gave us His best because He is good. Basically, that's a paraphrase of while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But truly, at our at our worst and we don't want him, we want nothing to do with him, God still gave us his best, his best being Jesus, his himself, he gave himself for us because he is good and he is not evil and he does not want evil things to occur. And so I fully realize that even after this podcast, one, you may be like, or like, why did I listen to this? And she's saying the same thing. But two, I'm fully aware that You may be listening to this and thinking, I don't know, I'm still not convinced that God is good. And I get that. And I think that you can tell God that. I think He can handle it. You don't have to hide that from the Lord. Um, He wants direct communication. In communication, I tell people all the time when they say they're not sure what this person meant or they have an issue with someone, I tell them, go talk to them about it. So if you have an issue, with the Lord, if you're not sure if he's good, tell him that. Talk to him about it. He can handle it. And I believe that he will answer you because I truly, truly believe, um, as weird as this may sound to some people, that we cannot be who we were created to be until we have given our lives to Jesus and until we are walking in the light and not in darkness. Everything's going to look foggy, and and just not clear in the darkness. And we don't even realize it until we give our lives over to Christ and then we just get this new lens of like, dang, God is good. Like I thought I knew what fun was before Jesus, but now I know. I thought I knew what love was before Jesus, but now I know. Like all of these things I could list off um, because God is the giver of good gifts. And the closer we get to that giver, the more that we feel and experience that good so go to god be who you are king.